0: Get excited because I'm diving into part two of the Leaky Boundaries series where I share how you can shift your mindset and tighten up your boundaries with money so you can thrive. As you know from part one of this series, I am a big believer in creating a business that's aligned with what you want and how you want to create it for sustainable success. But sometimes when you're in the thick of it, it can be so difficult to see where you may have leaky boundaries that are holding you back from getting what you want, plus what you can do to shift them to create the life and business you truly desire. In this episode, I fill you in on how I've supported my clients in shifting their mindset so they can spend and receive money in a way that feels really freaking good to them. Plus, I give a few personal examples of how my own mindset around this has shifted so you can apply this thought process to your own business for more profit and fulfillment. If you're someone who has ever felt guilty for spending money, feels resistance around invoicing clients, or has the desire to raise your rates or restructure your packages, this episode is for you. to completely transform the way you show up daily and the results you see because of it. All success starts with the right mindset, and it's time that you create the life and business you've always dreamed of. Let's get started. Hello, hello, my simple shifters. I hope you're having an incredible week. I am so excited to be kicking off series number two, of the Boundaries series where we will be diving into tightening up leaky boundaries around money. So this is going to be an especially fun episode and it's going to really reinforce everything that we talked about in the previous episode. So if you have not tuned into tightening up your leaky boundaries around time, you definitely want to listen to that one first as these episodes really do build on each other here. And that's going to be super, super helpful to you as you dive into the second episode in the series. So I just want to recap really quickly here that I really believe that the reason most people don't get what they want is because they don't even know what they want. And I think that clarity is so, so key, especially when it comes to setting boundaries so that you can actually get more of what you want. So... In order to get what you want, you first need to have clarity around what that is. And what I find to be true is a lot of people are really, really quick to talking themselves out of what they want or deciding that they can't have it, don't deserve it, it'd be too much work, there's too much standing in the way. And that's really the mindset that prevents them from actually going after what it is that they want and setting proper boundaries so that they can get that thing. So this is the work that I really, really encourage you to do is to get clear on what you want first as it relates to the leaky boundaries we're talking about in this series, which are time, money, and next episode will be energy. So that is such a helpful part because tightening up those leaky boundaries is really what is going to help you to get more of what you want so you can thrive in life and business. So money is very closely connected to the other boundary leaks that we're talking about. So money is just another form of energy. I really truly believe that. And when we start thinking about boundaries, especially when it comes to time, money, and energy, it's really helpful to notice where those boundaries have gotten a little leaky where it is that you may not necessarily be getting what you want or where in your life and business things aren't necessarily feeling good to you because I think that that is a really good indicator that typically a boundary needs to be set or something needs to shift. So I would love for you to first dive into really bringing awareness around your money leaks by doing a journaling exercise. So these are the questions that I want you to write down. If you don't have a pen and piece of paper handy, I highly encourage you to come back to these questions later when you do, because getting clear on these questions is actually going to help you to understand where it is that you may need to set boundaries that feel really good to you when it comes to money. So I want you to dive into these questions. Where are you making money in a way that feels really freaking good to you so typically there's some aspect of your business where you're like oh my gosh I could do this forever (laughs) this is totally my zone of genius this feels so freaking good if I could just do this one thing then it would feel amazing right so typically there's some area of your business where you are making money in a way that feels really freaking good to you and I want you to get really really clear on what that is Now, conversely, I also want you to look at where are you making money in a way that doesn't feel good to you. Maybe this is a way that you picked up running your business simply because it's what's done in your industry. It's something that is almost assumed that you will provide a certain format of running your business that almost seems like you never really considered it because it's just the way that things are done. It's just the way things are done in your industry. And maybe you haven't given that a lot of thought, or maybe you have given it a lot of thought and you have tried. It and you've tested and you've tweaked, and you're like, you know what? I just know this still doesn't feel good to me. I want you to notice that. And this can be something that you keep a running list of. You by no means have to sit down and do this all in one session. This could just be an exercise that you do as you're going through your regular daily tasks in your business. Just noticing, okay, that felt really good. That one felt not as great. And get curious about that. Get curious about whether it is the way you're making money, the way you're structuring your business, the way you're really running things and get to the root of why it is that it's not necessarily feeling good to you because sometimes it's just uncomfortable, right? And I think that it's really important to say that and it's really um, important to notice the difference there because we really don't want to be basing these decisions off of something just feeling a little uncomfortable and stretchy but really being something that you know if your mindset was in the right place would actually feel really good and really in alignment so i think that that's something to notice here is like well is it just uncomfortable is there fear popping up is it feeling bad by way of the thoughts and how you're thinking about what it is that you're providing there? Or is it something that you just actually don't enjoy, you don't like, you don't find it your zone of genius? So get curious about that. Again, those questions are, where are you making money in a way that feels really freaking good to you? And where are you making money in a way that doesn't necessarily feel good to you? Journal on those questions. And even if it's not a boundary, I really feel like there is a breakthrough on the other side of exploring that. So, I think that those are super interesting and important questions to ask yourself. And then the other place I want you to look at here is where are you spending money in a way that feels really freaking good to you? And where are you spending money in a way that doesn't feel good to you? And the reason I want you to look at this too is because I think that there are trade-offs, right? I think that often this is not talked about nearly enough in the online business space, which is spending money in a way that gives you more freedom in your life, essentially, or it allows you to spend money in a way that helps you to run your business in a way that feels really good to you. So for example, I've had this podcast edited from the very, very beginning. Of the podcast, right? We've upgraded mics with times, we've switched team members, whatever, right? But it has always been edited by someone else. And that always felt like a really, really good energy exchange to me because I just don't think that's my zone of genius. I don't think that I am necessarily someone who's good at doing those kind of like more repetitive tasks or executing on those more repetitive tasks, right? I am really good at staying in the bigger vision, the high level, right? And this allows me to do that, right? having team to support me around the podcast editing has always felt really good because it allows me to stay in that zone of genius it allows me to stay where i feel really good and where i provide the most value and it means that i can spend my money in a way that allows me to do that right so that has always felt really good so that's just an example there of where you may be spending money in life or business it can be either one that Really allows you to thrive. It allows you to run your business in a way that feels really freaking good to you. And it just feels like that really juicy energy exchange rather than something that's like taking away from you, your energy, the business, whatever, right? So I think that's an amazing example of how you can spend money in a way that really supports you, your values, your goals, and ultimately helps you to thrive in business, right? So doing this journaling exercise, I think is going to be super, super helpful. So you can really start getting in touch with the things that are feeling good when it comes to money and the things that may not necessarily be feeling good when it comes to money. And both of those are really, really valuable Insights and information to have. So, in the same way that I stressed the importance of knowing where your time was going in your business when it came to setting boundaries that really felt in alignment with what it was that you wanted, the same thing is true with money, right? I really believe in separating out the emotions and the data. So, where we really dove into the more emotional part of making money and spending money in ways that feel good or not so good, I really want you to look at the data too. I want you to look at where your money is actually going. Now, I can practically hear you low-key screaming right now that you do not want to look at the numbers, right? This is something that comes up for my clients when we first start working together. And it's something that we really do a lot of mindset work around so that They can feel really good and empowered looking at their numbers rather than wanting to run and hide and really not look at them, right? So, I really encourage you if you are someone who avoids looking at the numbers in your business, if it feels uncomfortable, if it tends to bring out a lot of shame or feelings that you should be further along in business or feelings that you're not spending your money responsibly, or you're still feeling icky about a past investment that you've made. Those are all really, really important mindset things to look at and dive into and really do that work around so that you can objectively look at the data because it is not sustainable for you not to know where money is going in your business, where it's flowing in. And this is really, really important data for you to have. So I really encourage you to look at it from a neutral perspective. Also get really curious about it, but ultimately look at the data. The other thing that I will say here is that I really found that things shifted for me on the money front. And maybe this is an important boundary for you too. I think sometimes we don't think of boundaries in quite this way. But I think that it could be really, really helpful for you to look at what's the resistance that you currently have around looking at your numbers. I remember at one point in my business, I just hated like capital (laughs) H-A-T-E-D, hated looking at the numbers in my business because I really found it frustrating to go into QuickBooks to reconcile those expenses to categorize them to like do the things in there and it made for a really unenjoyable bookkeeping process right because I could never get things to match up the way I wanted to I never felt like it was importing correctly I couldn't zero it out because like money had been spent but it wasn't in QuickBooks yet it just like ooh. See, I'm getting so I'm getting so animated here. I'm like bashing my mic. But it just really felt not good to me. It felt confusing. It felt I felt a lot of resistance around that process. And ultimately the thing that shifted that for me was hiring a service to do the bookkeeping for me so I use bench for bookkeeping I can drop an affiliate link in the show notes of this episode um I think that gets you like a month free or something like that but I found that the simple act of having someone else to to do that bookkeeping for me to look at the money that was coming in the money that was going out categorize it And really just know that I could trust the numbers that were in the bookkeeping system brought so much (laughs) peace of mind and it really allowed me to grow because I really believe I would not have set up certain things in my business had I not had that support, that bookkeeping support. For example, my money mindset journal that I sell, I know that that is in a different system that's in Squarespace. And then also it has to like trigger certain things in Stripe and like the whole thing, right? So I just know that because of the fees associated with processing and all of that with PayPal and Stripe, that that was always the thing that made for those weird mismatches in QuickBooks. And I just know I wouldn't have created that product had I not had that bookkeeping support. So that was an example where setting up boundary around this is not a good use of my time anymore, but it's actually going to serve me so much better to have someone else really do that bookkeeping. So in that way, it was really a time and money boundary because I knew that I was not the expert and getting all those things to match up, getting all those things to line up and that hiring that out and having someone to do that for me was actually going to allow me to scale and grow and ultimately make more money because of it. So that was A really important shift and a really important boundary for me to set, and that I was just not the person doing that anymore. And I again could focus on that bigger vision, focus on the product that was going to best serve all of you, and really stay in that zone of genius. Again, I use Bench for that and I will drop a link in the show notes and that will get you a month free, I believe. I think it also gives me a month free. I don't know. They have some sort of affiliate program. I, it will be an affiliate link. So, if you would like um to use that to get your whatever bonus is associated with that, I probably should have looked into this more before I recorded it, but whatever. We're just rolling with it here. So if you would like to look into that and that feels like a really good boundary for you to set as well, I highly, highly encourage that. Shifting your mindset and setting solid boundaries around receiving and spending money is just one of many mindset shifts that can support you in feeling good so you can create sustainable success. But I also know that it can feel difficult to know exactly how to shift to cultivate a money mindset that supports you in making more of it. That's where I come in, and it's exactly why I offer my free Sincere Sales coaching call. Together, we'll get to the root of your biggest mindset block around sales and shift it, whether that's setting better boundaries with your money or something else entirely so you can get more of what you want in life and biz. I only offer a few of these each week, so be sure to grab your spot at amandajoyceweber.com slash sincere sales. So as you are diving into your numbers, because that's where we started here, I want you to do a money audit. And I want you to really look at where is your money going? Where are you spending money essentially? So what are those expenses? And then what money are you receiving, right? So this is just... Very, very basic looking at the numbers, but this is super important information for you to have. Now, what I find is sometimes it isn't quite that straightforward. So I know that some of my clients have money coming in on different platforms like course platforms or clients get charged through, I don't know, different invoicing softwares, things like that, where the money doesn't necessarily all land in one place and it makes it more difficult for you to get a more encompassing look at how much money is actually coming in in your business and what that actually looks like. So I really encourage you try to be as all encompassing here as you can really dive into those different platforms look at all the different ways money comes in in your business and then get an overall picture of what that looks like so that you really have a good idea of what you're profiting in your business because this is all super useful information so i also (laughs) want you to take a look at that money audit when you are done getting to the root of those numbers. I think that something that can be super, super useful is looking at what is your mindset and what is the energy around How money is coming in and how money is going out. So, I think it can be super useful just to take a month of revenue and expenses and really associate each of those with a feeling, right? So, for example, the podcast episode that I used earlier, the feeling associated with having someone edit the podcast is a feeling of relief. It's a feeling of feeling supported. It's a feeling of like trust and knowing that that is going to be edited week after week, right? So that, again, that feels really good. There are other things in my business that I spend money on that bring me so much joy. There are other things in my business that I spend money on that bring out that same feeling of support and it just feels really good, right? So I want you to start looking at what is the feeling that's associated with the money coming in and the money going out, because I think that in itself can be a really powerful exercise in your money mindset overall. Now, I know that we're getting into a little more money mindset here and a little less money boundaries, but this really is all related. So I think it is important to dive into here. And then for those things that may not necessarily be feeling good, those are your money leaks, right? So sometimes it isn't a money leak per se, because you may be you know, spending money on something that you know is going to support you in growing your business overall, right? So for example, you may invest in support. So let's say you just invested in mindset and sales coaching support with yours truly, and you are at the very beginning of your business. That's support may feel like an initial stretch however your goal is to get support so that you can ultimately get more of the results you want in your business like more leads clients and money in the bank so the mindset and energy around that may be a really good feeling of feeling supported but it may also feel a little bit uncomfortable right and you may be looking at it like oh my gosh like is this a money leak and what I really encourage you to think about is also your long-term goals right so sometimes you see that initial dip when you first invest in support this happens when you hire a virtual assistant too right you may see an initial dip however The goal is for you to free up time so that you can make more money in the case of the virtual assistant example or with support. The intent there is to get the support so that you can ultimately grow your business, right? So sometimes you're going to see that. And I think that that's an important differentiation to make. However, (laughs) what I will also say is sometimes people sign up for like subscriptions that they thought they were going to use, but like didn't didn't really, right? I think this happened with my email provider. Like at one point, the only way to access that service was through paying for the service, right? However, I think over time, the industry became more saturated, there was more competition, and their free program actually became a better option for what it was that I was looking for, right? So it didn't necessarily make sense for me to keep up with that subscription when the free plan worked just fine for what I needed, right? So at that point in my business, I just made a decision to switch the subscription I was on. So that was a true money leak, right? And I think being objective about those money leaks can be super helpful because it's going to help you evaluate, oh, this is a subscription where I'm like just not hitting what it is for me to like make for this to financially make sense kind of thing. I think this happens sometimes with um like course models, right? So maybe in the beginning of your business you thought you were going to do courses but then you decided to go deeper on one to one because you saw that you wouldn't necessarily have to sell as many of those to get like make the revenue that you wanted and maybe you just don't Market and promote your courses anymore by way of working more one on one. And in that case, that's a really great opportunity to look at that money leak and say, okay, I know that at one point this was going to serve my business because this was the direction I've headed. My goals have since shifted, the way I serve my clients has since shifted. And therefore, this is a subscription that I can cut out. It's a subscription I don't need anymore. So the feeling around that might just be one of like, No longer needing it, right? Like it might be this perspective of viewing it as unnecessary at that point. And then you know by way of that feeling, hey, this is a money leak. This is something I can shift, and you can move it to a platform that feels better and more alignment with your goals. You can repackage it up in a different way, in the case of the course example, right? So, like, there are other options there, but it just helps you to be more intentional about where your money is going because you know the mindset and the energy around where that money is going. So I think that's really, really helpful when it comes to looking at the data, especially when it comes to those recurring expenses. I think that's really important here. If it's like a one-off thing, I don't think we need to like go deep on this but I think that when it comes to those subscriptions those monthly payments those things that you may have thought were a good idea but then find yourself not using like that's really where we want to look at the money leaks and that's really where you can tighten those up and shift in a way that feels really good to you. Maybe you started your business thinking that you needed to be on a paid platform for client support or something like that. And then you've since realized that like Voxer serves your clients just fine and you like to communicate over Voxer and that's just great or Slack works just great and you don't actually need to be on a paid plan. So making those shifts in a way that feels really good and really in alignment can be a great way to tighten up those leaky money boundaries. Okay. Another example I want to give here is around taking your preferences into account. And the reason I think this is important is, again, because I think it contributes to your money mindset overall. So what I mean by that is I remember at one point in my business, I wanted to buy myself a really fancy bottle of champagne to celebrate a business milestone, and I was like I'm gonna go out I'm gonna get the fanciest bottle of champagne that I can find and I'm gonna do this whole thing right so it was so funny because I went to buy this bottle of champagne and I got there and once I realized like everything was on the table there was no dollar amount that couldn't be spent like literally every bottle of champagne they had I could have gone home with right like I just gave myself that freedom and that permission because I wanted to like really embrace that feeling this was also like a fun little experiment I was doing with myself but I really wanted to feel what it was like to have no, no like boundary around that. Be like, okay if I'm getting what it is that I want, not based on cost, not based on price, not based on like whatever, like what do I actually pick here? And what I think is super interesting is what I found was I just wanted a bottle of champagne that came in a box. That was literally the only thing. <laughs> and I thought it was so interesting because it certainly was by no means the most expensive bottle on the shelf, but it was just that little extra celebration around it, right? That little extra something that made it feel Special that I was really leaning into here. But the reason I'm telling you that is because I think that our preferences are something that we don't take into account nearly enough. So I think that it's really, really easy when it comes to money mindset to wrap this story around, oh, I can't afford it, or oh, that's unnecessary, or oh, that would be irresponsible, right? Like there are a lot of stories that can come up there. And I think what doesn't come up nearly enough is actually taking your preferences into account when it comes to spending your money. So when I took my preferences into account and I realized like it didn't have to be the most expensive bottle of champagne on the shelf, it could actually just be a champagne bottle that was in a box and had that little extra fun and experience wrapped around it. It made it so much easier to purchase in a way that was in alignment with those preferences and those values. So this is the work I encourage you to do here is we're not doing this money boundary work by way of you depriving yourself of anything that is spending money or depriving yourself of anything that you want like if anything the complete opposite right but the reason we're doing this is to say okay are you making money and spending money in a way that feels good and in alignment to you and when you can take your personal preferences into account it can remove a lot of the story that can sometimes bubble up around money mindset stuff so so, this is a really great check in for you to look at that data that I was talking about and say, Am I actually making money and spending money in a way that is in alignment with my preferences? And if the answer is yes, amazing. And if the answer is no, then that is also amazing information to have. So, this is true for champagne bottles, the same way it is for a team, the same way it is for. Having cleaners clean your home because you know that you would rather spend time in your business or you know that you could be making money during that time in your business, right? That might just be a preference that you have is, I mean, this, I can use a personal example. Like I hate cleaning. I will not do it if I do not have to. I probably have like a much higher tolerance for dishes in the sink than most people do. And it's just not in alignment for me to spend hours and hours and hours cleaning when I know that I can hire a professional to come in and do it and they're going to do it faster and do a better job. And that is so much more in alignment with my values and my preferences. So again, that's a money boundary that I set in that. I know that my money is best served by having someone else do that, and I know that I would rather stay, again, in that zone of genius in my business because it's aligned with my priorities, it's aligned with my focus, and it just feels really freaking good. I have another example for you. So I was talking to a client this morning, and some of what came up during her session was really this mindset around her project right the projects that she was marketing and selling and how it wasn't necessarily feeling good or in alignment anymore and the more we dug deeper on that the more we got clear on what it was that actually did feel in alignment for her and this is where support can be so so useful because I've worked with this client multiple times at this point so over six months and I really know her. I know what makes her tick. I know the things that she really enjoys in her business. And I was really able to get to the root of this was not a decision based on discomfort or fear, right? It was definitely a decision based on alignment because I have seen her dive into these projects that didn't necessarily feel in alignment or feel good in the past. And She was getting through them, but I just saw a completely different energy. She lit up in a totally different way when it came to some of the shorter term projects that she was doing with clients. So it was this really beautiful moment of reflection where I could see, hey, you have done this. You have tested, you have tweaked, you have tried, and I can see here that this is not just something that you have a lot of fear around or that's uncomfortable. I've seen you've really done your part here to see what feels good and it's okay if it just doesn't feel aligned and it just doesn't feel good whereas I know that the shorter term client projects are something that really lights her up so the more we talked about that the more we decided that was actually a really great shift for her to make in her business overall because making money in those smaller containers and shorter containers is actually just what felt best to her and actually what her got her clients the best results too. So of course she's going to want to go out and market and sell those more. And we were already seeing that show up in her visibility efforts. So we were already seeing how she was so much more likely to go out and promote that because it just felt really good. So this was such an amazing instance of setting that boundary around how she wanted to make money, what it was that actually felt aligned, actually felt good and allowing herself, giving herself such a massive dose of permission around the projects that were longer that she had tried, but just didn't necessarily feel good anymore. So I think that that was an amazing leaky boundary that we really tightened up there because it was just giving herself such a massive dose of permission to run her business and make money in a way that felt good rather than a way that felt really long and really arduous and not necessarily in alignment with what she wanted to do, which just made it harder to market and sell. So again, this is why we're having this conversation around boundaries is because this is so related when it comes to you feeling good in your business so that you can make more sales, get more consistent. Clients because of it, because it's also interconnected. Your mindset is really playing so much more of a role in these aspects of your business than you may even realize in this moment. And that's why having support is so amazing. That's why I really believe in long-term support, and why I love supporting my clients in one-on-one coaching. And also think it's amazing that so many of my clients work with me for a year or more because. I really believe that having someone who knows you really well has known your business and seen it grow and witnessed that growth and knows the fears that come up, the mindset stuff that comes up again and again, and really just has been there can be so, so useful because they can be that reflection for you by way of just knowing you really, really freaking well. So I just love working with my clients in this way. I think it's amazing because these are the things that we work on. These are the things that really support them in shifting their mindset so that they can feel good and thrive in life and business. Okay. So I want to talk about another client example I have around invoicing, because I think that this is another amazing place where you can really tighten up your boundaries when it comes to money. So this particular client, I remember had a lot of resistance around invoicing, and it was this feeling of being really uncomfortable with receiving money for things that came easily to her. And I think that this is such an important thing to bring awareness around and a thing to recognize because I honestly believe invoicing can be like the most fun thing you do in your business. Like I really do believe this. I remember when I was still designing and I had clients on design retainers that I would invoice on the last day of the month, every month. And it was like the highlight, right? Like it was the most amazing day. And I would like... My husband can tell you, I'd walk around, I'd be like, it's invoice day, it's invoice day. I was so freaking pumped, right? So anyway, all this to say, invoicing can feel really, really good and it can be really exciting and it can feel like this really juicy exchange where you're being compensated for the work that you've been doing and it feels really great. However, that may require a certain amount of mindset work around feeling good, receiving money for things that come easily to you. And I think that what you can recognize here is that people are paying you because it comes easily to you, right? People are paying you because you're an expert in that area. They're paying you because they would much rather have you do a said thing than them doing said thing, or they're paying you because they really value your support and they really value your insight and what you bring to whatever working relationship you're having, right? So this looks different depending on your business, which is why I'm kind of speaking vaguely here. But I think that this is so useful to see because people are excited to pay you. People want to pay you. They want to pay you for your services. However, in order for them to pay you for your services, you have to invoice them. And if you are feeling resistance around that or you're noticing that this is one of those tasks that kind of gets dropped to the back burner or you don't really do or you feel super uncomfortable around it, this is yet another place where you can really tighten up those leaky boundaries around money because they can't pay you if you're not invoicing them. So I think this is a really, really beautiful reminder. If you are someone who has a tendency to feel uncomfortable invoicing or know that you put it off, that's really an indication that it's time to do some more money mindset work around this, really dive deeper, understand what is it that's under the surface of that action feeling uncomfortable because you know I am all about the mindset to take more of the right actions in your business and this is a great example of that because if you're really not looking forward to invoicing, if something's feeling bad or icky about that, then that's probably showing up in more ways than just invoicing. There's probably more mindset stuff there. So that is an amazing thing that you can really look at and get to the root of so that you can bring that awareness around. Like, why is that story there? What's coming up? And then you can shift it. If this is something that you would like to do more money mindset work around, I highly encourage you to definitely. Download my money mindset guide. This is 100 days of journal prompts that support you in creating the thriving life and business so that you can really get to the root of your biggest money mindset challenges through those journal prompts. And really understand like what's under the surface there understand where your money stories are coming from and how you can really shift that so that you can manifest more money in your business so highly highly recommend the business owners money mindset and manifestation journal and that's on my website i'll also link it in the show notes there I think it's amazing because it really takes the guesswork around what kind of mindset work you should be doing each day to move your business forward, to make more money in your business. And it's like having it's like the difference between having a workout that's pre-planned right so you know you only have to like show up and then you'll have the workout class guide you through versus feeling like you have to plan the workout yourself right because that always feels like one more thing to do kind of a chore and it makes you less likely to actually do the workout in my opinion so that's where this money mindset work comes in because it makes it a no-brainer. It makes it so much easier for you to just dive right into the mindset work instead of thinking about what kind of money mindset work should I do today? Or what's actually my block here? How do I prompt myself? Or all of those questions that can stand in the way from you actually doing the money mindset work so that you can see bigger results in your business. So highly, highly recommend that journal. That is, I think it's like $28. It's basically a no-brainer on my website. And So many people who have bought that journal have sent me stories about the money they've manifested and all of these really amazing results that have come from that. So I highly recommend that if you're looking to do more of this money mindset work. Okay, so bouncing back to tightening up your leaky boundaries around money. Another client example of this is package rates, right? In general, I think are super super useful when it comes to your business and something that I have seen really support my clients in making more money in their business is really selling packages in their business rather than, you know, one-off sessions or just like small pieces of projects. I think there's a time and place for that. However, what I have seen is if you can create A package that really gets your clients the best results and sell that, it's going to work better for two reasons, right? It's going to help you feel more empowered and embodied in the marketing and sales process because you're going to feel like you have a framework for getting your clients results right and that allows you to feel more confident selling it it allows you to feel more confident in delivery of it and it can just feel really freaking good and then I think from the client aspect as well There's a certain amount of safety that comes in having a container like that. There's a certain amount of knowing what to expect. Like, our brains really like simplicity. And I think that package rates really do that. We know exactly what we're getting, we know what it looks like, and we can understand okay, cool. Like, these are all the people who have done that package previously. This is the result they got. So, it's not as far of a jump for us to believe that we can get similar results with the same package, right? So I think that this is really an amazing boundary around money because you're able to sell what gets your clients the best results and that can be super useful. So rather than selling like a thing here and a thing there and not feeling like you have a lot of structure around that or everything's completely custom so you feel like you're constantly rebuilding the wheel, right? Creating a package can be an amazing boundary around money because you know exactly how you like what you're marketing and selling and your clients know exactly how you're going to deliver it around around that as well. I have so many examples here. It's like, it's really difficult for me to choose which direction to go in. So another money boundary that can be super helpful is around raising rates. So I think this is helpful when it comes to feeling, like when the energy exchange is feeling off, right? I think that raising your rates is A really amazing way to signal both to your clients and to the universe that, like, I'm no longer energetically available to support clients at this rate. It doesn't feel good, it doesn't feel like an even exchange. And that's really that practical and strategic piece that you can shift so that it feels good, so you're excited to go out and sell it, so you're excited to get clients at that rate. And this is something that I think is super fun to play with. It's a boundary that you can totally play with before you make a strategic shift in your business. So, what I mean by that is just sit with the number. Like, just sit with, ooh, like, how would it feel if I raised it to this? How would it feel if it was a little lower than that? What's the number that feels feels really good in my body here like what do I feel like I would charge if it wasn't for like what everyone else was doing in this industry right and then sit with it like literally see how that feels and that's going to give you such good information as well because you're going to start to feel oh that feels like really fun and really exciting and i totally love to do that at that rate versus oh my gosh i can't believe i'm only getting paid x for this kind of thing so you'll just begin to notice the energetic difference there before you actually make the shift so i think that that's a really fun thing to lean into there too and that's a boundary you can play with before you actually even make that strategic shift and then- And of course, when you do make the strategic shift, it's just going to feel that much better. I also have a client who has courses and does a lot in like a course-based model and it's really building that up however she found that she was really sick of like chasing people for payments right a lot of people paid on payment plans and it was just getting to be an energy drain, but also a money drain in sort of making sure that those payments were kept up with so she actually switched course platforms to I believe one, I haven't looked into this too much, but I believe one that actually like handles a lot of that, you know, making sure people pay on time and a lot of that like automation and I don't want to say chasing people for payments, but basically that for her so that she no longer had to spend her energy in that way. And I really did notice a shift there. And just how she felt about it, how excited she was to sell them, how that was feeling overall. So that can be a fun thing to play with too. If that's something that you've been noticing, you don't necessarily feel good about. Again, all of these are just examples so that you can see how this could show up, how this might be showing up for you and your business and how you're spending and receiving money and where you might need to set a boundary there. I think some of these examples aren't how you would typically think of boundaries, right? I think sometimes when we think of boundaries, we're like, okay, well, where are we saying no? Like, what are all the different ways we can say no to things we don't want? And I think that's part of it, right? And I think we'll dive into that with the energy more too. But I think that some of this is just, you know, deciding energetically what are you available for and what are you no longer available for and how can you anchor into more of that high worth energy. So, that you can really raise your self worth. You can show up from that place. You can tighten up your boundaries around money. You can stop operating off the kind of like default settings, so to speak, when it comes to your money mindset. And you can actually get more of what you want by way of knowing what's going to best serve you, what's going to best serve your clients, and what's just going to feel really good. Another one is deciding how you like to receive money and how often. So I know that some people really, really like pay and fall. They love it. They will heavily incentivize it, right? Because that just feels really good to them. And I know other people much prefer to have monthly payments flowing in, right? I'm kind of neutral. I think both have a time and a place. Um, And I'm totally fine with both. So I allow my clients to choose what feels best to them. But I think that sometimes one feels really good over the other. And I want you to be able to set a boundary around what feels good to you. So I know some people who just flat out don't offer pay in full because they much prefer monthly payments. And that's an option, right? Again, this is where figuring out what it is that you want and getting clear on that makes it so much easier for you to set a boundary to actually get what you want. I also know I work with a lot of designers and the designers that I work with sometimes don't love the like 50% up front and 50% at the end thing because it really makes it feel like sometimes projects drag on to forever or there isn't a solid completion date and it makes it really difficult to collect that act that last 50%. So one thing that I did in my design business that I really, really loved was making it so that payment plans were not tied to delivery dates. So the cost of a project overall was split up into payments, but that wasn't tied to like any one certain deliverable. And that always made my business feel so much better and run so much smoothly because it didn't feel like I was waiting to get paid for this one certain thing to get finished. And that always felt really good to me. So that can be an amazing way to really like set your business up and set money boundaries that feel really, really good to you. The final thought that I will leave you with is how is the money that you're spending giving back to you? And I think that that is such a valuable thing to look at in your business as well, right? So sometimes you're spending money, again, in ways that are supporting your life, are actually bringing a lot of joy, are allowing you to stay in your zone of genius, right? And There is so much value on that in not getting burnt out, not wanting to burn the business down, not um, feeling like your business isn't in alignment with what you want or the life you want, right? Like there's a lot of value there that I think is so often skimmed over. So I think that sometimes we really do want to look at this, like how how is the money you're spending giving back to you? How is it feeling like this really great exchange? And if it isn't, then of course you can set a boundary there, right? But I think that this is such a useful exercise to do. I think this money mindset work is really, really important, whether it relates directly to boundaries or there's something deeper there to look at, that you really want to look at shifting your mindset around. All of this is super, super valuable work because it's going to shift the way that you're showing up in your business. It's going to shift how you receive and spend money, which we know is a big part of business, right? So it's just going to be the work that really supports you in shifting your mindset overall so that you can spend and receive money in a way that's really in alignment with your values, your priorities, your focus, how you want to live your life. Um, And I think that's super, super important. So I hope you enjoyed this conversation today. I hope that it's really helped to guide you in spending and receiving money in a way that feels really freaking good to you. Because again, we always get better and bigger results when we feel good and that's really the work we're doing here to shift your mindset so you can feel good and so you can thrive in life and business so thank you so much for tuning in today i am so so excited for the third episode in the boundary series we'll be diving into energy next week which is going to be an amazing episode as well so you definitely don't want to miss that and i will talk to you then thanks for listening to one simple shift Check out the show notes for this episode and all past episodes at amandajoyceweber.com slash shift. If you're loving this podcast, do me a favor and leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. These reviews truly mean the world to me, helping me to reach more people and have more impact. And as a special thanks, we'll reach out to everyone that leaves a review and you'll receive my absolutely free life and business changing future you meditation. This mindset exercise is the simplest, easiest way to tap into future you today and start being that woman now. I only wish I had a visualization exercise like this when I first started my business and now it's available to all of you. Simply screenshot your review and email it to me at amanda at to receive your free meditation. And remember... Sometimes the only thing standing in the way of a more profitable business and a more fulfilling life is one simple shift. So if you have not tuned into tightening up your leaky boundaries around money, time, oh my goodness, time. So hold on, let's redo that part.